Big business, yeah. Uh, Food Junkie Radio number nine, maybe eight, nine. I don't I think, remember. Yeah, nine or ten. We're getting there. We're getting there. Pushing yeah, along. Man. Polo, Adam on the house. So we're talking about. We're talking about food culture somewhat, but we were getting into yeah. this whole conspiracy thing. Yeah. Um, or, you know, hypothetically, how this food culture stuff works. But you were right. saying, go ahead. Or I was, you were saying. Uh, well, we, what we were just talking about right before we went on. Yeah. Uh, the uh, about the, the beef. The beef. The there beef. You, go. you remember well, that. You you had talked about Impossible Burger and, and beef and how it's like, well, at fast food, everyone jokes about how, like, you know, the burger isn't really burger because it's not fresh, this and that. And mm-hmm. so really what's the difference with the impossible burger? Is it just, they put a specific brand on this non-beef product that they were always using. And it just reminded me of, uh, when I don't remember which fast food company it was, had to change their labeling for a short amount of time because the FDA changed their description of beef, which is a whole nother separate point. Uh, and that fast food company couldn't call their beef beef for like a week or a couple of days. Remember when the pink slime happened with McDonald's? Yeah, Jamie which Oliver that doesn't that up. doesn't gross me out though. That doesn't either. That's like a mortadella pate. is this is the ba- is banging. Dude. So why is that the case? Mortadella, because people are so disconnected from the from the uh, production production. Like they have no idea what they're eating. Because mortadella yeah. is like mortadella is fire. That shit is like really good. Which is mortadella and b- bologna, same thing. That's what I said. <laughs> so why does bologna get a fucked up rap? Because I don't know. I, bologna, I, you I fried love bologna, fried bologna fire. Because it was saying. cheap, maybe. And it's fun See? to look down on people who had no money. I don't so know. We talk but about, I love bologna. But when dude. we talk about culture and trying to figure out, and what, in, in my opinion, this is where I have a conundrum. It's always trying to figure out how it became to be. Almost like how we always talk about like how they were eating it back then and yeah. how we came here. It's always going to come to some point like that. But as in this specific regard, it's like, yeah, bologna always got a bad rap. Because when I had mortadella for the first time, like a really high quality mortadella, yeah. oh my Mind God. Mind blown. I was like, geez, but that's not even that far from McDonald's pink slime. No, because essentially a burger in the fashion that McDonald's was doing it to some degree is kind of a pate that's yeah. kind of cooked, and it it allows them to keep consistency Thank is you. the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. So that every bite, no matter where you go in the country, is the same. Which is crazy now that I say that out loud because I never connected it. <laughs> but it's like that's why fast food and chains exist, right? Because yes. you can be in Memphis, Tennessee, or you can mm-hmm. be in I don't know Tucson, Arizona, mm-hmm. get a Big Mac, and it tastes the same, and people love that. But they don't want to see how it happens. Yes. Or if I was in Tucson, I'm getting myself some Mexican food. You know what I'm saying? Something. And if I'm in Memphis, I'm getting barbecue. Yeah. And I'm excited that they're different. Yes. Because that's a different part of the country that lives differently. Yes. What grows there is differently. Why do we, not we, but why do people want that level of comfort? And it has to come in the form of fast food. Because I, I feel that. Don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a McDonald's guy to some degree. It was a childhood mm-hmm. staple to me. And I remember when I was a, abroad and uh, mm-hmm. we were in Vietnam. And in Vietnam, like, you know, your mm-hmm. whole point, like, man, when I'm in Memphis, I'm eating barbecue. When I'm in Arizona, yeah. I'm getting, you know, some Mexican food. In Vietnam, it's only Vietnamese food. Like, yeah. every restaurant you go. That's a lot of foreign countries. I remember thinking that as a kid, as, as I would still see, like, McDonald's here and there. But yes. even the McDonald's menu would be, like, catering mm-hmm. a little bit. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... I had a really good point. I totally forgot it. Uh, think about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when I was in Vietnam, I, I was on like day six of eating, you know, tremendous food. Vietnamese mm-hmm. food is amazing. But 
something about six days straight of Vietnamese food will get you. For sure. So we found a McDonald's. How many days in a row can you eat barbecue? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But we found a McDonald's. And it ta- It wasn't like home home, mm-hmm. but it was close enough. Yeah. I almost cried. I walked in there almost, <laughs> USA, USA. <laughs> like it's some weird, and I don't know. And that was interesting to me because it was like trying to find a, it was a relief in a way because being mm-hmm. out there was so, it was like urban camping to many degrees. For like, sure. You know, it's not a fully, you know, built up, uh, city uh in comparison to america so mm. when i found that mcdonald's i was like man I, pff, all right cool just a little taste of home mm. and that resonated with me and i thought about man i used to always hate people that eat you know like mm. american food on the road yeah. but after six days you just want to switch it up and yeah. i'm like it's a necessary evil almost because without it that's what we compare almost that's like the barometer of food to me mm-hmm. here's fast food mcdonald's panda that's the you base. Know, whatever so it's like Bottom. okay you could, yeah. People are like, well, that's you. People would just eat this all the time and just consider this eating out for them, and it's totally mm-hmm. fine. It's, I, I can't say it's nutritious, but it's there and it, it could fill the belly at mm-hmm. a very decent price. Okay, every food that's either above that or below that, that's almost like the standard across the board. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and sometimes it's so widespread. It is. So the consistency needs to be there for us to level oh, where food now. goes. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so you were like, why do people need that consistency? Because I've seen a bunch of uh, scientific studies about this, about like humans are uh, creatures of habit. And so just once something is your habit, like I I eat this food and it's whatever and that's what I eat. Like I'm sure a Vietnamese person growing up in Vietnam eats Vietnamese food eight days a week. They probably don't and, even call it Vietnamese food. It's they, just food. Yeah, it's just food. <laughs> and they love it every single time. That's true. You know, whereas we're here in California, we're spoiled. We can, you know, eat a bunch of different cuisines. But like that's still... Like, that's what you were craving is I need a different cuisine. I can't eat the same flavor profile over and over again. Is that American? Maybe that is the American pantry is rotating. Because, I mean, think about it. Why is there a McDonald's in Vietnam? You went there. That's That's what I'm That's why it's there. That's what I'm thinking. And you weren't weren't alone. No. The the market research suggested that. And, you know, the the novelty for the locals, too, is like they're going to go because that's like American food. They want to see what's. You know, they can't travel. Not everybody can travel easily. So, especially, yeah, not Here, a lot of people get to leave their country. So, yeah, bringing a version of America there. But it is odd to see stuff like that there because it doesn't really st- It sticks out. Yeah, it sticks out like a yeah. sore thumb. You're like, what? what's going on? And over you here? see them golden arches around it and you're like, that doesn't belong here. No. But I'm going to try it. I mean, yeah, everywhere I've traveled, there's, I mean, the only place I haven't really seen something like that was probably like cuba cuba was like oh definitely well, no, nothing yeah there. they're in a special situation yeah but besides that i'm like the desire to look for something comfortable and i think you know and if we go into food it's just whatever you grew up with ultimately yeah. dictates what you eat you always chase those it's true true yeah. it's just the incorporation of fast food and when it became fast food because in and out's fast food yeah okay but is it bad well, it's, I don't think it's like nutritionally as bad as some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. And the flavor, you know, is high enough for me at the price point to justify it from time to time. Yeah. Not the fries, though. The fries are so bad. Really? You're, you uh, hate dude, those? I hate those fries. You know fries. what those are like? They're, those are like, I tell people, it's like when you, you know how you have to double fry fries? Yeah. They just fry it once. Yeah. And just throw it on there. That's yeah. what it feels like. Yeah. Which is, you know, if that's how you like it, fine for you. But 
I want my and everybody be trying. Okay, now I'm gonna be hot because everyone's like, "Well, you just tell them to fry it longer." Frying longer is not the same as double fry. No. In between, a double fry is a cooking it once, mm-hmm. and then you cool it down mm-hmm. or freeze it and cook it a second time to get the crispy. Not pull it out of the basket for five seconds and put it. That's not double fry. No, that isn't. Yeah, because that that lacks, and that's. Who else does that? Uh, there's another burger place that does shit like that with like soggy fries. I'm like, what? Why are you just gonna give me soggy fries? This yeah. is the disrespect. Why even cut them? Just give me a yeah. fucking steamed just, potato. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> save save your labor. <laughs> but I mean, I love In and Out animal yeah. style fries. I'll, I'll get but, down with it. But mm-hmm. I mean, okay. So where did see? Because something like track. that is uh, uh, that's something like that is embraced. Yeah. Right. Like, okay, yeah. Oh, In and Out people. What, that one opened in New York and they were like swamped or something. Is there in and out in New York? I think there's one. No, it's they opened on the West Coast. No, they got a couple. Oh, there's one in Texas. Texas was in like Austin, yes. and it got slammed yes. the day it opened. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, because the novelty was, was like irresistible. Yeah, but see, the novelty is only pumped up by every person who's a you know that, food that pundit. we keep keep going. A food pundit. See? Yeah, but so it that's proves like, itself to be pretty good. It's good. It's yeah. it's really good. But then, you know, for hamburgers, you're like, well, are we really in a race for like best hamburger? Like, is that best fast food hamburger? I know. Yeah, is that yeah. what we're gonna be like? Oh, this because you can pretty much go anywhere and get a really good burger. I'm a I'm a pizza burger French fry enthusiast. Oh, like even dude. the shittiest burgers, French fries or it's pizza, still pretty good. Thank you. That's where yeah. I'm at. But for those things to be like, oh man, dude, In and Out just made it. To- I mean, yes, it's great. Okay, but cool. Whatever, dude. Dude, you go to Austin, like, there's Whataburger. There's yeah. all types of burgers. Exactly. Like, amazing. Like, you like, had something just like it. That's what I'm saying. And it's just the name now. It's like, you... what's that What's that one that's down here now? Um, mm. Downtown. Uh, la, 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 la. It's the burger joint from... It has the... Chris Cut Fred. No, not Chris Cut. Not Burger burger Patch. That's the, no. that's the vegetarian thing. No, not, not Burger Patch. Um, Ain't no one talking about my Burger Patch. <laughs> Steak, not not steak. Uh, a new burger place that opened up downtown. It's a franchise. Everybody's been waiting for it out here. <gasps> Come on. No, that wasn't it. Come on, you had it. Uh, no, I don't know. Damn it! Why am I losing that? Anyways, they're down here, but it's, it's hot same thing. in the it, middle it, of January. It, it's, it's I know. What the fuck is going on out here? Is no winter? What's going on? It's just global summer. warming's not real. Thank you. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Cows stop farting. Sure. What's, going on? What's going on over here? No, but it's the same idea because on the East Coast, that's their equivalent to In and Out. Right. They, they made it here, and people are like, oh man, this is good. And now it's a battle between In and Out and this place. Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Thank yes. you. Finally. <laughs> but see, people do the, that comparison. I still haven't had it, though. It's it's decent, but yeah. we're, we're like. Uh, it's, you just you hear about it and you want to try it. Because the internet, you hear about everything all the time. But why are we going apeshit over burgers? There's so much good food out there. So you make it think you make it like okay, how come those things don't get pushed out there by the people who I believe to be like Mm. the gatekeepers? Because they're approachable. What is like burger? When I already forgot Burger Shack. Well, approachable only in the idea that. We're force-fed burgers in America, like yo McDonald's yeah. to this. To but you that. know, you know, if you have any kind of name behind your burger place, and you open up in a different region, you're gonna get that immediate rush, which is ninety percent of the hardest thing of starting a new restaurant is getting that initial push and proving to people that you can do it good. 
Because people will keep coming back. It's a fucking burger, man. It's just a fucking burger. Dude. Come on, dude. It's nothing that exciting. Like I give more love to pizza making than to do burger making. Yeah. To me. Oh, there's some good pizza. That's too. just me. I mean, you know, but like I said, even going back and forth on like you know Detroit pizza, and Napolitaniano or whatever. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, all good for their own reason. Yeah, but see, that's, that's how, what you want that day. That's how I see the weird divide because it's like at the end of the day, yes, pizza, 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 pizza. Yeah, cafeteria burger, burger, pizza, dude, with the little dot oh, salami. I kill those ones. Yeah, I'll, oh, I'll smash twenty of those right now. Be happy. Pizza's fucking good. Burgers are good. But I mean, like I said, and I don't know what to promote. I'm just, this is something I'm just wheeling and dealing in my head because I'm trying to understand what American culture is. When people from different cultures come here, they want to eat McDonald's and shit. Mm -hmm. Is that the representation of us? Well, meanwhile, you go out to fucking, you know, maybe because that's the window. Fucking six course meals and shit. This three star Michelin street food. I'm like, dude, these rice cakes with a. Crispy rice cakes with fried Fire. egg. I was like, dude, come over here. Yeah, man, I just came here for the American Big Mac. Like, what? Like, what? That's all we have to offer here? I don't. No. Don't do that. I mean, that's... But then after that, it becomes like a clusterfuck. But yeah. is that good or bad? Because that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to figure out in young America since we're in this transition. Maybe we're not supposed to have an identity. Maybe that is the key. Because yeah. I don't think after this... Maybe we don't. That's what I'm saying. After this, there's not going to be everybody on the same page. Yeah. Maybe we're the initial... Um, I don't know, phase of the whole world kind of accepting a new identity and all becoming, like we all share the same things over and over again. You know, the globalization of, of food. So you're a globalist. Yeah, well, f- for sure. I mean, this. I guess I'm more of like a scientist person in that way of like, look, Earth is going to be around for still thousands of years or whatever, mm-hmm. right? The sun's going to be around for millennia more. Let's hope so. so. But at some point, you know, energy runs out and you have, we're going to have to like be on a different planet, you know, maybe 50 generations from now. But I guess I'm like an efficient scientist kind of person where I'm like, if we could all just fucking get along now, we could start figuring shit out now shit, if we're get ahead. But if we're new to be ready, but we're, um, we're, we're the newest country in the world for sure. At least according to what they tell us. And then you go back in history, you're like, ain't no country ever all together at once. Like, uh, never. Agreed. It's never. So, I mean, then that's a human thing. But yeah. if we're aware of that, now the question becomes, and this is almost off food to many degrees, what, like, what is everybody's mindset? And that's always going to be the biggest question yeah. because the perception is like, oh, well, we need to get together and get along. I was like, I mean, to be honest, if in my child, in my world of living, I haven't seen like massive, you know, like war and debt in in mm-hmm. this area. But now they might be happening in other countries. I just not experience it. So now when it happens in other countries, are we saying like, oh man, well, you know, we just need to all get along and stop fighting? It's like it goes back to my okay. We use yeah. McDonald's as the consistency. We have to have some level of this you know, hatred going on for us to understand what it's like to be nice, I guess. Like, is that yeah, how it I works? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've always seen, like, for everybody that's always like, everybody be nice to each other. It's like, people only think that as long as their ne- personal needs are met. Yeah. See and how once you those personal unselfish. needs are, are met, it's like, no. Yeah. I, I don't care about anyone but me now. Yeah. Which is like, how can you ever expect to progress if, you know, yeah, it's going to be hard. What are we trying to strive to? What's an ideal utopian food world, in your opinion? Mm. If you were like, you know, Polo, the if creator. I was like the czar. Yeah, the czar. The czar. Yeah, you're what in charge I now. Do. 
Uh, I think everyone would have really nutritious food and like, like, like whole ingredients and none of this fucking plastic shit and, Mm. you know, food that was like grown in the ground Mm. or, or in some kind of nutrient, um, rich soil, water, whatever it is, have access to, to good food and have access to food that's prepared in a decent enough way where everyone at home would have enough knowledge to, to make themselves a good dinner. So you're saying we should start teaching kids from an early age. Oh, well, after I said this a million times, people need to learn how to cook in school, even if it's just like frying an egg. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I'm the perfect example of that because I went to culinary school because I could not cook for myself. Mm-hmm. Like could not what I mean, I could not, like, I could not do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, Blue Box, mac and cheese was my homie oh, with Hamburger Helper. I know. What else did okay. you eat before that? What uh, else did you eat before you like switched over? Peanut butter and jelly was like, jelly. I'm doing great. Breakfast, you know? lunch, and dinner? <laughs> yeah, dude. Just, like, couldn't make, no, definitely couldn't cook rice. Definitely uh, couldn't scramble eggs without like kind of burning it and like hella <laughs> rubbery hella rubbery you Stick know to the pan, but it, low heat. it was edible because it was garbage mm. but yeah there was no way i was like blanching a vegetable yeah. absolutely not you know but you had it in your wear all to just want to learn how to cook i was just like this is a life school that i don't have that i need to have because okay. it's expensive to eat out all the time that was one of the main reasons i was like it's too expensive to buy be buying like pre-made food mm. And I'm just sit, sitting there in the grocery store having to walk past all this like stuff that looks great because I can't use it. And it's cheaper than buying the pre-boxed version. You and figured I, that out that young? And I know it's better for me. Well, I was Wait, what? I was, I was probably like 20, 24, somewhere in there. Oh, shit, that's still, so, a, that's still pretty significant. But I was just like, and I was sickly. When I first moved out, I got sick because of nutrient deficiency because I was, like, not eating the rainbow, you know? And I was just like, dude, this is not right. This, I'm however old and I can't even feed myself, like, without help. Like, this is bad. And I was in between majors and I was like, let me just, I don't know what the hell I want to do. Let me me go to cooking school and, like, at least I'll save money by being able to cook for myself. And then I just never left is what happened. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's like embarrassing as a country that, you know, because I, I come from like a decent family, like medium, medium, high, whatever percentage of money, whatever that thing's called. And like, I'm a reasonably intelligent person and I could not keep myself alive healthily. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing. You would think that that would be a staple in a part of life, but it seems like we're in, in a first world country. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, How do you? How can you be a good country if your citizens can't even be good enough humans to take care of themselves? Well, because we provide our our, our free market provides uh, people to create these things for you at triple the cost. I mean, and if free you market want lets that, you do whatever you want. That's true. Kinda, you know. Yeah. But like, apparently, it's not that it, it needs to be the free market modified somehow. Like, you can't. You but just see, can't produce adults that cannot take care of themselves. But that's the problem. So this is always the biggest question. When you put something out there like uh, free market, right? Okay, cool. Like anybody could do anything. 
but these are the things that are the po- most popular things, the c- things that are pushed in the culture. Mm-hmm. Now, is that the people's demand, or is this just something incorporated? Because think about how fast food got incorporated to the school system. Because there was a time before, I'm assuming it was way before my time possibly or near it, where they did make home, they made food at school yeah. from scratch. Yeah, I remember my high school, you know, um, I think by the time I was in high school, they definitely weren't used. Looking back, I can see they weren't using that facility to its highest potential. No. Because it was too expensive. Yeah, exactly. To have that many people on staff. So they would in turn put that in. So you, yeah, you, so, you use shortcuts to feed that many people because when you have to hit a certain price point, the, you get was, backed into a school corner. Lunches? School lunches were at like a dollar and 75 cents or something like that. Um, kid or something. It was something that low. We ours was like weird in high school. You you could there was like options, and you went through like of kind a private, of buffet style. Private, yeah, and it was like okay, well, this is gonna be three fifty. That's gonna yeah. be five fifty. That's gonna be a dollar. That yeah. you know, build your own thing. But it wasn't anywhere close to what it probably should be. Considering the amount of tuition you're thinking, and if this is one of the high well, schools, this yeah, is the best for sure. Offer. I mean, it was expensive to, to go school, there. High school was and trash. you know, but. The demand for that school isn't on the school lunch, right? Because at that school, the fam- the families, yeah, you're spending money on the teaching yeah. and the, the teaching equipment. And not anything else, not related to food. Yeah. But you know how it is being a starving food- kid in the morning? You're like, I can't concentrate unless I'm eating. And that's a majority of the class. Well, and how many studies have to come out keep to keep proving that? I, it blows my mind when you just see like another study come up. It fits the news cycle for five minutes and then goes away. See, it's almost it's and like people a, are still like I don't understand yeah. why I don't I don't work that well in the morning. I need this pill to help me. It's like no, you don't. Exactly. Need you need your job to let you start at ten o'clock and work till six mm. because that's when we're better. That could be a move. See, there he goes. Czar Polo in the right. house. Oh my god! If I was in charge, I would get murdered so quickly because I would just disrupt the system as it is. See, but that's the weird part. It's like it's the system we didn't come up with; we inherited it. And as we see it, like you said, yeah. how many studies need to come out saying that kids need to be nutritious? But the government tried to do that. I remember in the yeah. Obama era, Michelle Obama took that upon herself to try to push nutrition in the schools, and they said yeah. they were making progress. I mean, I wasn't in school back then, obviously, right. but I don't know how much of that put I something. But I know around. that took a lot of taxpayer money to try yeah. to incorporate something well, like the, that. Well, the problem we're on now is is years ago the demand was on education. We need smarter citizens because mm-hmm. our science is behind other countries, mm-hmm. and which was cool. And, like, it's you can still see the remnants of that mm-hmm. in, in schools. Like, you know, the science department, no matter how much they bitch and moan about it, usually has the most expensive stuff in the whole school. Of course. Because their demand, the, the parents' demand on the science department was high. So the science department's demand on useful tools was high. So the free market was like, cool, we'll charge extra for these tools because the demand's high. I mean, that's how that chain works works in reverse. But like now, you know, I don't want to say we have enough doctors and scientists and lawyers and stuff like that, but we definitely don't have enough people who know basic skills. And I'm not saying it has to be like extra years put on your school, but it has to be addressed. I mean, there was home ec before our era. There was car shop before our era. Yeah. Things that, you know, our generation's not really keen on wood shop. Why did they take that away? Think of how <laughs> many people would be better homeowners if they had like had had wood shop, what, what is the semester in, in school? Like six months. Three, four three months. months. Yeah, three, four months. Imagine if, uh, when you were in seventh grade, if you had had three months of wood shop, how much better you would be at owning a home. Every year. Yeah. 
home ec even every just year. one time home ec every year one semester yeah. every year and then I mean, after they're done you work in the industry yeah. one year yeah boom. and you maybe, work in government one year maybe boom. like you know k-3 you do have that home ec that you do whatever and in high school you have that home ec and then you know we're all going to college anyway so maybe college is where you catch back because everyone's always like well you're gonna fall behind if you don't uh, college needs to be done with. I think college we're living until we're like 120. Thank you. What are you worried about falling behind for? You're gonna be alive for Where 100 years. What are we falling behind of? See, that's we're what falling I think behind it, on not being so far ahead. Thank you. It's a race so that far nobody's behind, following. and we're so specialized in one area that we're like still, you know, but it's like much? building a found home foundation with only two things. It does, it's not gonna work. But how many people have control of that? Well, now, now we're so far in that one direction. I, I don't know how you go back to that. It's almost like you have to have, you know, Elon Musk level money and start your own school because you would have his fame and be like, this is what I'm going to start doing. And it's only because he's like gone so far in that one direction. It would need someone like him to have some altruistic dream and vision to be like, I have the money. I have the fame. And I'm just gonna throw it away in this project. But but, see, but who's gonna do that? That's what I'm saying. Who it doesn't make financial if somebody sense did to do try that. to do that? You think that they would be alive? <laughs> like, yo, you're trying to disrupt the system. Uh, yeah, I know. this is the maybe, system how it works. Like, let is, me give you my numbing in food. Charge would just run you, just destroy your little project. I mean, a good way into the soul of people is through food. Like I said, it's one of the weirdest things. I realized the same idea. It's like, yo, I mean, this is important and you make the choices consciously to put stuff in your body mm-hmm. um, and on your body for that matter. It's like, uh, yeah. why do you either not want to research it? And the experiences that or, you yeah. seek out. Thank you, yeah. Like what you do from day put to day. Put the time into it. But that's always been a common talking point. The question is now, and the only reason why it seems more glaring in today's world is because people have a lot more time now. Yeah. And the internet is there. For all the shitty parts the internet is, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good in it in the fact that you could find information as long as you're very yeah. poignant. There's going to be that one on hippie in like Carolina something who has gone off the grid and mm-hmm. is willing to show you like, yeah, I, I can, you can just do this for free. It doesn't cost, yes. you don't have to go buy it. There's a lot of that out there. You know? But that's the thing. If you're so, this is what I make the internet reference to in terms of my childhood. Like you remember libraries, right? Going to library yeah, and shit. I okay. Encyclopedias and doing. But that. they taught you how to find the shit you're looking for. Yeah, the in a library. Dewey Decimal System. There you go. It was awesome. When the internet was given to us, and when it was given to me, I remember seeing it in like fifth, sixth grade, kind of through like you know games and shit and some mm-hmm. typing things. Middle school is when I saw like oh you. The dot like, coms and like shit. Like the internet. Yeah. yeah. But after that, it's like that internet to today's internet is like yeah, nothing. So we're now dealing with a lot of information with no way, I don't think, universally that people search it or nor let alone they seek it. It's always fascinating to me when I see people surf the internet because everybody has their own thing. Oh, 3,000 yeah. tabs open and then oh, I just yeah. keep stuff up. Well, so, and they track that now on YouTube. Thank you. So, so they, now they're they going to tell you. So now back to the free market thing. Do we. Like, do, obviously, there's options, but my my running thing is you have freedom to choose, but you don't get to choose what, you know, like, they're choosing for you what you're picking from. Yeah, Not you don't they, get to choose what, what's invented, but no. they are, um, you have free choice, but they've realized how to even capitalize on your free choice by telling you what you want just based on your algorithms flooding you with things that you want to see yeah and, and then you have to, you really have to have the presence of mind to be like i'm being flooded this 
because that's what they want. And maybe you want it and that's fine. But like, make sure that that's what you want and not what it just got shown. You know, it's like a toddler yeah. being like, can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do this? And then but this you is finally so new give to in. Us. But this is so new yeah. to us in the hard. way that it's the hard. internet's fell. I mean, think about everybody's on their phone. There was a time you were still alive when people were not oh. on their phone all the time. And I, phone ads yeah. are wild like that. They're I, everywhere. I went out to the, the coast yesterday and with my friends and their kids. And uh, I, I a couple of different times, I remember like looking out the window and just like enjoying looking out the window and loving it and then like turning my head every kid on their phone mm -hmm. and i was just like damn dude that like that sucks for them I like i don't so. like i get it like tiktok's hella cool i'll watch an hour of tiktok easy dude, if i was a kid i'd be cracked up but already. i but i just like i just know it was i had so much enjoyment just looking out the window and like thinking mm -hmm. because and i'm so grateful that i have that yeah and see, as the generation that's the bridge yeah. what can we, you know, and this is what's weird. It's like, how much do you try not to be preaching to a generation, allow a generation to figure it out versus seeing something and trying to implement or, you know, pass it along some just knowledge. Because yeah. that's the question. It's like, oh, well, they'll figure it out. But and they won't. Like, Did someone do that to us? Because no, we're stuck in a weird place They will place not too. figure it out because the the environment that they grow up in is just not the same that we grew up in. But then that's we were specific able to, to every generation. It, it is. It's it, it is. Weird. It's that's so why weird, it's like bro. you have to tr you have to like it's hard to be like super aware all i'm not saying i'm i do it uh, i'm not either but like your goal is like you have to be super aware all the time which is exhausting for sure but like are you living life or are you just like surviving are you waiting to die like are you gonna thrive yeah. or are you just gonna you know wait everybody dies but not everybody lives yeah so you should be trying to like keep that awareness up and like do things that help you do that because anything that takes away from your awareness you should just see it as bad right dude, away dude, dude, those are those are gunshots if you're czar yeah. polo right oh, now you I'm try dead. to say that you're yeah. dead you're been I'm dead. dead see because that makes Cause, sense but this is not a narrative that's being passed not only not in schools and not to say it's school's faults but in the households like mm -hmm. it's not only you say something but the people actually have to live it like yeah the parents would want to live it. i'm not trying to get on my hell horse here but it's just trying to understand the dynamic of how to move this ship to a something that you believe to be would be benefit most. And I think that's yeah. the right intention, mm -hmm. but you know, you can never think for everybody it, else. It's so, it's so hard like, though, yeah, because so totally the hard. internet and the algorithms and all that, they're waiting for that moment of weakness because they know it's going to come and that's fine. But like, like we were talking one day about like striving to be perfect. It's like, I know I'm not perfect, yeah. but I don't let that destroy me. It's the idea of striving. It's like, I, I can be, we, I, I, like I said, I watched TikTok for like probably two hours already today. And I'm like, damn dude, that kind of sucks. But like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch down. the third hour now. Exactly. Cause I'm like, okay, I was bad. Let me like do something now. You slipped in to only realize yeah. you're back out. But then also we're a little older. See, these are pitfalls yeah. cause we were TV kids. So it's like, yeah. well, I, I used to do this shit to TV, not realizing oh, for it. Sure. So now watching like the, the TV guide channel, like three times through just cause mm, I don't know yet. Six times all day long, like you're just looking for stuff, and TV does that. It just floods it with nonsense. I mean, mm -hmm. and that's what the internet is. But the difference is now, they're not just randomly showing you shit. Yeah. They know what you specifically yeah. want. Everything's on demand. Mm -hmm. There is no like you gotta wait till the four o'clock hour. No. It's like no, you can. It's four a.m. Mm -hmm. You can watch whatever, whatever all day long. Yeah. Why and what I don't know. But in terms of food, I'm more fascinated to see if. And we always talk about that, like, is this shift coming and it'll and, and we can only speculate because you never really would know because we have to talk about it 10 years later after this yeah. point to see it. But if I had to reflect back, like, 
going from you know having dinner at home see i grew up in an ethnic family more or less so they were cooking more ethnic food where mm-hmm. i was americanized early because i think i just got that mcdonald's really early in my life and i was a picky ass eater so i'm like no nah, mm-hmm. i don't want that so my mom's like all right i'm gonna make you the american classics to what i think it yeah. is and to her credit she did really well but when i went to culinary school i realized like oh man like why did I even? I'm not stupid. Like this stuff? Yeah, <laughs> I know. it's crazy I know. just to do that, I and mean, that's later in life. But yeah. imagine if you were able to get some sense of knowledge earlier on. It'd be nice. See, I don't know how. I, I don't know how to do that. But you, just that, it in that school, takes age too, to to realize that like I messed up. True, but see, yeah. maybe if you start off with the right, yeah. if you're showing as, the importance of, as uh, early yeah. as kindergarten, preschool, you're like, look, here's the fruits. Go out to the garden. Like oh. little thing, just eating. Like if there's a school chef, I used to be a chef at like a private like daycare, mm-hmm. and I remember one day I tried to like do some real like cooking, mm-hmm. and I kind of went over budget just to kind of like yo, I'm just gonna do this because this yeah. is what oh, I you did the right. classic teacher move. Yeah, it's and better for just, my students. So I'm gonna pay out of my own. I was pocket. cooking for the whole school, and I was just like, this is where it needs to be. And mm-hmm. then they were like, "All oh, right, we need to talk to you. You know, we we, we got to get our fruit cocktail from Cisco. We have to do all these." I was like, "For the amount of money that we're charging these people, in my head, I'm like, you don't think for a second nutrition's like uh, to me?" And I was mm-hmm. young, even at that point, I was like, "I think that the emphasis that you guys should carve out at least a bigger budget for what you're giving these kids, because there's no way that it makes sense that these kids are just eating out of a can. This is this slightly is this is slightly more than just what prison systems are doing." It- Slightly, not even that yeah. much by. It's crazy. Because I even worked at the uh, the school district too, and I saw it from the inside, and I was like, eesh, this is yeah. rough. And I was looking to like, okay, advancement, seeing the people that I'm working with, I'm like, oh, these are just people just collecting a school paycheck. Like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. These aren't people who are passionate about food and passionate about, yeah. you know, trying to feed, feed nutrition. I was just like, this systematically is yeah. rough. Because by the time you're 18 out of high school, you have shit for fucking nutrition and don't mm-hmm. know what you're eating. You're usually and just throw overweight. You overweight. Or, or under, malnourished. Malnourished, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's low frequency and shit. And you wonder why, like, oh, I need coffee every morning. I mean, shit. Yeah, shit, dude, I bet that. you yeah. fucking do. Because yeah. you don't eat the right amount of calories a day and you eat them at all the wrong times. And like you said, creatures of habit. Once you, that's and instilled. You just, but you just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Because it's, it's, it's comforting. Oh, yeah. see? I know. So it does no, start. I wish in, I had enough money to just go start my own boarding school and just be like, you leave your kids here for like six months. You can come visit like once a month, but they're mine. Go away. <laughs> I mean, and maybe I'll, that's I'll, on the horizon. Dude, I mean, I remember looking at summer camps and board schools and in my head, I was like, I never seen that as an option. It was like either you're going to public school or you mm-hmm. are staying home. Yeah. But usually a public school, I mean, at least for me, was the only option. I know there's private schools now and things mm-hmm. are coming more frequent, but I'm more curious to know where the food emphasis is because that doesn't seem like that's quite the biggest topic. I know there's people yeah. out there. Don't say I'm not saying nobody out there is making yeah. those efforts, but I don't need to see it on a grander scale. Like it might be one of those things like your neighborhood, your area, mm-hmm. seeing what you can do. Because I remember even helping at a school in the, the district and they had a state of the art kitchen. Like it was like. And it was like, why is this kitchen? Why do you have all this if this is what you're going to serve? Thank you. Thank you. It wasn't even functional for the. It's almost uh, like money laundering yeah, status. Yeah, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't for. The cafeteria was its own thing. This was mm. a whole separate building with. I'm talking about bells and whistles, like stuff I've never even seen. I'm like, I heard about this. I was like, I didn't even I know. I've never even used one of these. Exactly. I read about it one time. Thank you. And I'm yeah. like, they're not even producing anything. But it didn't come in with a program. So it makes mm. you think, like, okay, if we're 
if they're on the ballot of every single voting thing, we need more money for schools. Education needs to, we need more money for kids. But in my head, I'm like, well, I've seen but quite they a bit the, of things. Well, that's my whole problem with government. They have the money. They waste it. They just don't know how to it's, do it. So then mm-hmm. do we trust in the government to make the right decisions for all people, which it no. should never be the case. No. But it should come from within, and then it, it, mm. you dwindle that down to your neighborhoods and your areas. But how mm. many people even know their neighbors nowadays? Oh, none. Thank you. Man. It See? sucks, yeah. So maybe this, and as crazy as the world is now, are we on the precipice of a reset? Is there I mean, something it'd be nice, new? dude. You know? Yeah, because we're just, yeah, I mean, because, yeah, the the demand at schools is to produce a, a kid who is good at math mm-hmm. and is good at writing and is... Uh, decent at critical thinking. What's another thing? Oh, critical thinking's gone, right. bro. You talking about critical so, thinking? Well, critical gone. thinking. I can read a book and write about it. Critical thinking, not street smart critical thinking. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's the other good thing for school to be good at. I don't know. Have kind of memory. This is how I really f- science and writing. But see, here's That's how what I frame value school. as a culture. I heard it like this. I. How, what, what was the schedule of school when we went? Uh, you had to. School started at 8, mm-hmm. and then I think there's usually a break around like 10, like a 15-minute 15. 15 recess. And then? And then there was lunch for a 30-minute lunch. lunch, and then and you'd then get another 15, 15. And then you're out you're at like 3, three. 4. So that's a an 8-hour shift? Yeah. Monday through Friday? Yeah. So I think that's really what it is. It's just mm-hmm. getting the workforce ready for that. But now that you know the workforce is shifting – now the the parameters have changed for schools, I think, where, okay, you're going to be homeschooled. You're going to only come in a couple of days. But you could easily see every all those, a lot of industry has shifted to just being at home and working from home. Mm-hmm. So now what is school going forward? Because if we didn't have nutrition back then, I mean, now with... Now we got all these people with their own kids who didn't learn nutrition. Now they're going to have to feed their own kids. Exactly. What do they so do? are we going so far one way that maybe... It bends, and then we just, you know, go back the other way. Because uh, that's my re- rationale. Because I'm thinking, at some point, this has to break because people are realizing that okay. I think it's I starting to break. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I, I think the way it's starting to break is okay. Like you were saying, like this district doesn't put that much money into the food, and you're like, this is unreal. You need to put more budget. Um, restaurants, you know, they have to be so cheap because that's the expectation, and it's almost like those are the same thing. Like the school can't put that much, uh, money budget into the food because people don't care about it as much. Mm -hmm. And then the restaurants are like, well, we can only charge so much because this is how much people budget for their own personal finances. Well, food is, you know, semi important to me. And Mm -hmm. if food was more important then restaurants could charge more Mm -hmm. and and people would be more, uh, well nourished. But, yeah, I mean, it just is something, it, it's a basic life need, like water. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it has to be important. You mm-hmm. have to carve out a big size, because if without it, you die. That's what I don't get. Like, everybody, and I said this before on the pod, it's like everybody would shortcut their food out of any budget. That's yeah. the first thing to get shorted. That's the first thing. Because it's like, all right, cool, we don't have to go with that. Well, and then Let's what's the next this. thing? It's usually your health. Yeah. It's usually like, well, I'm not going to go to the doctor or the dentist because like can't afford that twenty dollar copay. And how did and we like, get this far? Why did why is our why, brains here? Why at this is venture? your bank account, which is gonna be there whether you're alive or dead, mm-hmm. and when you're dead, you can't use it. Exactly. Just so you know, why is that more important than just you as a complete yeah. person? 
your choices. But it's and now we beg the question: Are people in control of their is choices? Someone guiding it? May, and maybe someone is guiding that. And like, well, the more people who have better bank accounts, my bank account gets better. So I'm going to convince everybody in my pyramid scheme but everybody make, wants yeah. to be at that top spot to yeah. tell people how to live that's what yeah. government ultimately is i mean at yeah. least in my opinion i i think there has to be a combination of things it's obviously more of a discussion through different multiple avenues but i mean for me education definitely is the key and knowledge is the key from an early standpoint but it's yeah. not only in schools this has to be in the household and i think however people at home can get to learning whether it's just really visually learning there's so many you can learn how to cook online for free for just sure. watching youtube channels for sure easily e- but it takes time now it does take time do people want to put the time out to do it because for yeah. whatever reason in certain cities and areas they some people live in a fast pace but it's mm-hmm. like we're rushing to nothing yeah why? what are you rushing to yeah why why you can't just sit and you know prep food for like four or five hours i got stuff to do what is there to do yeah. Well, I got to do my job. Okay. The job that you're trying to get money to do survive with, more which stuff. you're yeah. failing at surviving. Yeah. You're so saving money for later, but later you're what? taking shortcuts at your, you know, your yeah. choices that may affect your health. Now, yeah. I'm not saying all 100% of it's food, but food obviously would be the bigger proponent because it's the one thing a lot of people spend, you know, money on that goes into your body. Yeah. Not like, oh, I need to, you know, not to say there's nothing wrong with buying cars and shit, but, you know, I'm going to spend fucking 6000 on this car, man. You know, I just got to it's gotta get me yeah. point A to point B. Food? Nah, I'm about to just get that get that McDonald's. Let me get that McDonald's. Dinner. Oh, and I'm hungry all the time. McDonald's is fine, I think, I'm as an emergency route. and I'm but hungry. Yeah, yeah emergency route is fine. Yeah, yeah, if you're on the road and it's the only stop there and you're sketchy between the taco truck that's been there, and this, yeah. I get it, but... In terms of like, nope, that is my top five restaurants. It's like, I mean, maybe on nostalgia, but everybody should have options. There's a reason why there's 4,000 restaurants in your vicinity. And everyone is trying to put their best foot out there. And I think that only helps if you can create possibly, you know, kind of that rapport. And maybe out of this, maybe there's a reshift in how things are thinking. I mean, I would, you know, that's hopeful, but. Mm -hmm. Well, other countries school food programs are way better than ours. Oh, they kill it. France, I've seen oh. some of their stuff. They they have like two that is and high it, end and cooking rabbit cassoulet. The like kids what? eat it. Yeah. You know, and when people here are like, oh my kids are a picky eater, like, yeah, I was a picky eater. You know why? Because the food allowed. was cooked bad. Yeah. Or the because environment the allowed only, you to be picky. The only vegetables I ever had as a kid were like out of a so gross and overcooked i was like well if that's broccoli yeah. i don't like broccoli yeah. and you grow up and you have like broccoli like roasted and like fresh and like salt and pepper and you're like well if i had known this was broccoli the whole goddamn time i would have been eating this that's how i felt in culinary school i was like wait yeah. i can make anything taste the way i want to taste it that's why i what? tell everybody all the time like butternut squash that's like candy to me yeah butternut it's, squash is uh it, squash life is and everyone always is like what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, because the only butternut squash you've had is out of a can, and it was shitty. Ah, uh, man, I know. Jeez, Louise. And it's like, but you know why it's shitty? Because you paid nothing for it. Yeah. I mean, it was cents on the dollar. I remember yeah. seeing budgeting. 35 that, cents like, for yeah. a can? Of course it's yeah. not good. Uh, man, fruit cocktail, weird shit like that, pineapple. You know what's crazy is you can buy a whole butternut squash, and you could fill like four cans I know. on your own, and it'd be like Quarter 10 cents a coin. And it'd I be way better. That, I remember seeing that chef in France, uh, or one of those documentaries. Daniel Boulud, when he goes and he's oh with to the, the school. Yeah, he goes to school because he's with uh, 
Bourdain. I think no. so. That might have been. And he shows them like the school. They're eating like tomato bit, mm-hmm. tomato soup mm-hmm. with yeah, Gruyere. And I'm like, dude, if I was a kid, I would not have eaten that. Dude, that is like high quality cooking, but it's like home cooking out there. So the yeah. culture out there. But yeah, they did cooking, have like someone cooking at, an actual like chef. Real, and it was oh, just it was had pumpkin like a little, soup. That's what it was. Yeah, something hella dope. Like, dude, that's. Like I mean, seasonal, like they grew it on it. the school grounds. There's a million chefs out there out of work right now. I'm like, anybody who has a school or an idea of a school, please hire chefs yeah. and cooks and pay them correctly. Give them a right budget. Get yeah. your people nutri- Honestly, nutrition. Honestly, you could pay you could pay them minimum wage, and if you but if you gave them a right budget to actually work with, they'd probably still be hella stoked. Minimum wage with the right budget, and then incentive on food costs. Yeah, the chefs will go apeshit. Oh. Them. You'd probably get your money back. That's got the best. They probably, probably pay the themselves way. out of your own food costs. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Because that's the, that's the magic motherfuckers have like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least the ones that are true to the, the crap. But it, it just, yeah, it's like you have to pay for quality. Mm-hmm. So if you want some guy to come in and run your school food program and be really good at it, you're going to have to pay above minimum wage mm-hmm. somehow, when, whether it's incentives or it's yep. like you have to pay for quality. Yeah, you, you have to pay for quality. And you do. Uh, like I said, There's the no powers secret. that be, why do we have to slight this? Because powers that be, they'll end up at their meetings at a five star restaurant. Yeah. And the they're going to be eating their steak au poivre and, uh, you know what I mean? Their cream spinach. Table side Caesar. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? They're going to eat that all the time. It sounds hella boring. I mean, it sounds good once in a while, but. Hey. It's better than uh, what's it called? Uh, radioactive mac and cheese. Yeah. Uh, the cheese that never is not melted. Yeah, chicken. Stuff. Stuff. It's like, dude. It's. It, I just remember that, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's good because I was a fan of that kind of food. But looking back at it, but I they was put like, stuff in it to make you. Thank you to have make it you, taste good because they figured out our dumb monkey yeah. brains it's just like sugar, and we like this product. And if we put enough of that in it, that will like. It doesn't matter. We can give them plastic, and they'll eat it. Sugar is the killer yeah sugar is i'm always killer. trying to use alternatives to sugar it's all hard man it's so hard but it's so ingrained in everything we eat yeah. like even the savory stuff has hella sugar in it it does mm-hmm. and hella salt hella salt and that's why you gotta drink hella water i'm always on that water chain yeah man but see yeah. you never learn about hydration until like at least our generation i didn't yeah. start drinking water till i was like mid-20s <laughs> yeah my mom always pushed it super hard but, yeah, it's only been since I really started cooking that I was like, dude, I really do need to drink hella water. Oh, cooking, yeah. You'll fucking yeah. die on the line if you ain't got water. Yeah, because, you, yeah, you notice it in your physical, like, I'm tired today and my mouth is hella dry. Oh, yeah. that's because I only drank two and a half gallons during line shift last yeah. night, and I guess I better up that to, like, four somehow. I don't know. I mean, maybe as a, as as America and food culture, maybe we just are – what is the main idea behind it? And not to say it has to be a collective. It's just it'll probably be area specific because, I mean, as big as the country is, I think, you know, places should embrace their locality to many Absolutely. forms. And then from there, encourage, you know, people to mm-hmm. go visit places. I mean, yeah. you can make an argument and say a lot of people are out and about now just because of the situation. And hopefully, in turn, that can continue to go at least for a while where people are traveling more to other places and We'll be able to see other restaurants because now we have information to like every time I go out of town, I'm like doing mad research like, yo, where are the restaurants yeah. at? Trying to reach out to chefs and shit, trying to reach out to the right people, do the right thing to just have an experience culinarily. Like, and I think that that should be on the mind frame of most people, at least for their own personal, you know, use everybody. It's not just, oh, just, oh, he's a chef guy. That's what they do. Motherfucker, if you're going out to experience something that's not home. You don't want any resemblance of shit from home. 
Yeah. And Why? you can find that. It's not like, well, I don't know anybody. I could, you just look up uh, Denver, Colorado restaurants. It's uh, that it, easy now, too. Yeah, it's it that really easy. It really is that easy. But do people know how to navigate? Well, I don't know if this is good or not. It's like you're taking a chance on yourself. But yeah. in turn, no, you don't know if it's good or not. You don't. But, but it's better than the alternative. Thank you. It's better than you getting consistent. It's better than what's you know being given to us out there so far. At least that's what I think. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy in thinking that, but no. I'd no. like I would like to see the shift because as I look back at the culinary world and and being on TV, and I, I was a big fan of a lot of that. That introduced a lot of things. I just I would hope and think that there's a bigger emphasis on a generation of. Uh, parents and kids going forward i think mm. that's where it really starts in the household and i yeah. don't know how culture shifts and obviously maybe for the a lot of people it, it might not but there can there will be people that take it into their own yeah. hands and you know more focus on creating a complete individual who mm. who is self-sustaining yeah self-sustaining yeah. like i said i think by eighth grade motherfuckers should be able to live on their own if they need to or yeah. if they because guess what? That shit happens. Wars break happens. out, and you're a refugee, Thank and it's you. you. Yep. And if you don't have any skills of survival, and that's and not like an old thing. Those, nope. It is not. It's always around the corner. We just yeah. get comfortable. And don't get me wrong, we're living in a time of peace. But mm-hmm. if history and the way they tell it to us, I mean, we were we're still in war to some degree. It's just not here in the interim. But mm-hmm. understanding that. Don't get too carried away with being very comfortable. I think, you know, getting away from the skills of, you know, even for me, I want to get into more, you know, farming, more yeah. doing that stuff. I wish I knew more about like you know farming I mean? yeah. and like preserving mm-hmm. and, you know, salting. Yeah. Cause like, what happens, dude, if like, I, I'm conspiracy kind of like this too. Like, what happens if there's some post apocalyptic wasteland that we have to live in where, uh, I don't know. Electricity doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna do? Yep. Can you imagine how how like firewood all time high? Seven eighths of the world's population would would pass that would be gone. It'd be if tough. Electricity did not happen anymore. It'd be tough. It'd be tough. And I mean, and to think that it's gonna be here all the time. And we could say it will, but in in circumstance, energy's energy runs out. Thank you. It has to be constantly produced through raw resource, which is going out. With more people faster. I mean, at least to know that you're prepared to do that, or at yeah. least sustain a lifestyle and just have the in your back pocket mm-hmm. of knowing how to take raw to cooked. Yeah, and it gives you such a platform to be so much more self confident in yourself too, which will help you in other areas and like be more at peace with things that happen See. and be more relaxed because you don't have that like primal fear of I'm I'm not gonna survive. I'm like, no, you're gonna be fine because you know how to. That like I don't know cook. you can stick a celery in the ground and it'll just keep growing. You can make something out of nothing. But yeah. the way that they've kind of configured you know certain areas, it's like yo, you can't even have space to like grow stuff. They limit you yeah. on like if you can grow stuff. I know. Like I'm surprised more people aren't putting farms on their front lawns. Like yo, you just yeah. put a farm on that bitch. Oh, it's gonna bring down the value of the home. I'm like what the fuck? Like yo, it's- you know why lawns were in- invented? No, I don't. I, I, I just saw this recently too, and I was like, that's so. I know. I just see a lot of things. Hey, that's the world uh, today. I, t- I try to keep my algorithms balanced. I guess I do too. I do some. I do some wild searching. So these motherfuckers in the CIA don't can't know. Can't catch me. Can't catch uh, me. Nope. You want to nope. know something? They still got us figured out. They I know, know they what do. the random ones they are. Do. They do. Uh, lawns started as a way to show um, status and wealth. That you were so rich, you didn't need the land to grow food on. Oh shit! You could just grow grass on. Was there? Is this dated? Man, dude, this is now you're now I don't know. That's okay. But that's why lawn started was a status. 
Just to show. Just to show. Like, I, don't I don't even need, need to grow on my land. I'm so. I have so much wealth. I can just buy fruits. Fuck you. That sounds, I don't need to grow them. That makes Filthy sense. Filthy slumlord down past the tracks by me. You keep growing your food, you little broke. See? But that's but not, it's like that's so crazy. Wouldn't it show more wealth to just keep growing it? And yes. wouldn't you gain more wealth because you're not spending it? But no, it was all for show. See? Maybe there is some secret cabal that uh-huh, welcome. Are. Welcome to my I mean, world. I'm always the there, ask, but I try not to be there. The more you it's ask. Too, it's, it's too it's not pessimistic. Necessary. Okay, let's just not say it's conspiracy. But let's just say there are weird things that you almost have to think like, okay, how random is it versus, no, that's by design. Like, yeah. That has, that's by like, By given. gentle nudging design. Exactly. You know, yeah. They may not know the exact result that no, they're going to get. But they, but they know where they're moving towards. They get us more dependent. Anything to increase dependency. Thank you. That's yeah. a, that's common knowledge. Like if if anybody understands anything, it's the idea of us being dependent on something else. Yeah. That's why I'm not the biggest proponent of anything very quote unquote universal, mm-hmm. because like you said, who can decide appropriately for this many people? Let alone let's just single out California, single out Sacramento, shit ton of people. You think that there's one way shit's gonna get done? Mm, no, there's just so many, too many. That's why I'm with you on the reset, dude. Something's going to happen where it's just like the federal government, everyone's always mad at it. The the, the president's opinion is always like, I, right I think one. if they get above like 40%, they're like stoked. Loved. Yeah. And, and it's like, that's an F. That's a horrible. <laughs> that's an F. Nobody but congratulates you know 40%. There's too many people. One system cannot govern this many people. It yeah. cannot. No, no way. But see, this is the thing. The way that, you know, government's always told, at least it's like, yo, the president is just like the manager at McDonald's, right? You go mm. to the drive-thru, you're like, yo, I want a fucking Big Mac, fish filet, all that. Da, da. You look in the back, you're like, motherfucker, forgot my fish filet. Drive around, walk up inside. Hey, you I, forgot my fish filet. Who, 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 I want to talk to Ronald. Where Ronald at? <laughs> Where's Ronald? He's like, no, sir, you got to, uh, I'm, 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 the I'm the guy, I'm the manager. The manager is, to me, the president. Because he's not the guy. He's not the guy. He's no. not the guy that... He's the he's face. Like, Thank you. He's just... He's stopping you from getting to Ronald. Yeah. I'm not saying there's a Ronald McDonald behind the scenes. It's one... It could be... Oh, well, for sure. It could be anything. But I'm just saying, the president is that guy. So for us to think... And these are the questions that I think, you know, people should be talking about is like, not one person's going to govern everybody. All right? And no. there, there, there's always a case in point to be made and trying to help other brethren and everything like that. But... It can only start immediately in your own situation, in your own circle, I think. And if you talk about and ask those questions, you realize you're like, yo, there are a lot of weird anomalies that just happen to kind of move this way. And it makes you think, you're like, yo, are we in control? And sometimes it would not seem like it is. But I think the fact that you know that you might not be in control ultimately gives you control. It's it's the... I don't notice the anomalies so much. It's just when you look back over time, you're like, wow, we used to be here. And we've almost drawn this straight line this way. That's weird. Like, why didn't we go that way if everything's by chance? That's how you kind of notice things like that. I mean, you got a question. It's just because yeah. in the thick of things, and like I said, this is a once-in-a-lifetime moment in the world. Like, there are a lot of people reflecting, mm-hmm. and a lot of people aren't sharing to many degrees, but... In time of reflection, especially certain generations, you're always going to ask questions, especially when you look back at it. I try not to dwell on the past. I only search the past to try to figure out nuggets and try to find pattern. Because yeah. if there is pattern and you see something, you don't want to fall into that consistency. You know, I, I like it 
as a benchmark, but mm-hmm. the way that I would choose to want to live my life is a little more poignant. Like I want to, you know, make those choices matter for what I do and have, you know, the belief in what I'm doing, but f- I can't speak the same for everybody. And that's, what's weird is because as you know, we continue to develop and evolve after this, it's like, what can, what's really going to come out of this then? Cause that's exciting only because it seems shitty now, but I can only imagine like it's, it's going to be something different yeah, like and it's exciting. Five years from now, it's going to be a whole different country. Well, again. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Well, if you had told me four years ago that this is the country, this is the state of the country, I would have been like, you're full of shit. You're a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And, <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. And you know, it happened so gradually. I just was like, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Sure, yeah this is just yeah. what's happening. This there's no, some... there's no control over it. Yeah. Only until the fear is gone. That's why mm-hmm. when we talk about like, you know, people are scared to eat different things. People are scared to travel. People are scared. But it's like, if you have done it, you realize it's no different than what you're people doing. People all over are the same. They are. People are welcoming. They're happy. You know, People are welcoming, they want to be happy, mm-hmm. and they want to share that happiness with you. Yes, yes. And you see it definitely in countries yeah. that are not the United States. Because mm-hmm. you realize there isn't a lot in most states. Like, there isn't a lot. Like, a majority oh, dude, of the people will be living We have so in, much in excess yes. of any other country. Yes, it's so You can go much. to another first world country and be like, poor. That's all, that's all you guys got? Exactly. Y'all trash. Y'all trash. <laughs> Y'all, nobody yeah. has it like how America be having yeah. it. So that's why I'm thinking in my head, I'm like... All those things combined, I mean, and always take it back to food, the easiest place to start because you have sovereignty over your food mm-hmm. as a person. Yeah. You're in control, and it's not impossible for you to do anything in food, and you have no excuses no more. Like, oh, I don't know what that's about. I can't. I don't know. It's like you, you have it in your pocket. Yeah, and you vote with your it's dollars. It's like you got to go back to the library and do a decimal system, carrot. Mm-hmm. And go to 1.29.1.98.3. I mean, but that's a, f- a way of finding, you know, the right information that you're looking for. If you see, and people always try to figure out, like, well, am I unhealthy or I'm trying to do this? I'm trying to, and that's at least one step mm-hmm. in the way. But nutrition yeah. and, and food is always going to be the biggest proponent. And I, I want to say through time, it seems like people are actually being more aware of it, whether it's the people that, you know, steam chicken breasts and eat broccoli with brown rice. Hey, it's not the greatest thing, but you're learning about, you know, you're, you're moving in the right way. Exactly. And, you know, there, five years from now, you're going to be like, I can roast that chicken Boom. and maybe put some soy sauce. With How it. do I make this better? But without, you know, giving up any of the boom, here we go. Mm-hmm. Now starts clicking yeah. and it's whoever, you know, whatever your little scope is. I can mm-hmm. only encourage people to do that. And it always ends like this to some degree. It's like, yo, vote with your dollar. Try to learn knowledge but those are the the idioms vote with your dollar mm-hmm. yeah. vote with your it's hard earned it, you worked for that dollar but they make it so easy for you to spend money like it's yeah. just like oh i could just tap it you know what i'll just here yeah. i don't know it's pretty just, soon it, yeah it will be in your in your arm yeah thank yeah. you it'll be nice because you'll never lose your credit card anymore but you know. but will it be nice but, at the behest be of spending what? it like that. But see, the credit card thing, and this is the ultimate conspiracy stuff. There's a chip in you just for your credit card convenience. You are now like chip. Like that's well, you're tracking. We're all tracked. They, they got UAV drones in outer space that can see your face. But why do they want to okay. control us so bad? Because it creates the people at the top more wealth. Uh, wealth for what though? What do they need wealth for? Because they want it. Steak dinner. They want it. Sturgeon. They want it. They want. They everybody wants more than they need. Humans. 
We're the problem. The we're ideas are, oh, are great. For sure, we're the problem. The ideas are great. You the gotta, humans are horrible. You gotta be happy with what you have first, and not not be not be chasing that unattainable desire to have con- that much control and power. Just like, dude, we landed here. We don't know what's happening, yeah. and uh, it, on a daily basis, like nobody knows what's going on. Like we pretend. Mm-hmm. Like on any level, whether it's what's actually the world or what's happening, anything. This is what I realize: people just pretend like they know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what's going on. It's like that. Uh, it's Joe Rogan in this old bit. Like, he said, "If the lights go down, like to your idea, imagine energy goes out, right? Oh shit, what happens? Okay, like a couple hours pass. You're just kind of waiting. Well, it's blackout. Yeah. And then a week later, okay, well, okay, okay. Well, you're gonna go out. You're going to see a neighbor. Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, hey. hey. I heard. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, hopefully. I mean, I'm hearing the guys down over there. Yeah. They're working on it. So. I'm sure they're working on it. I'm sure. A month then, later. Uh, a month later, what happens? I guess I'm growing food and, you know, moved out now some scarcity farm. scarcity starts to kick in. Now yeah. it becomes this whole. Now we go back to city states. Well, <laughs> see, so that's what I'm saying. It's like we we don't have the skills necessary not we. I, I hate saying that. I don't even be on our fucking soapbox, but food going back Get to the food. Get on that soapbox. No, just food it. just needs to just enter the household in whatever degree it can. Like yeah. Encourage cooking, uh, uh, food knowledge. It's 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 wealth of fun shit. Honestly, can, even if you're like buying cake mix and mixing it at home rather than just buying the cake. Mm. You know, that's like how much do cakes cost? Like the the standard fucking white cake that you get at like a grocery store. That's like mm-hmm. nine bucks. Yeah, a box is like two dollars. A dollar twenty with two eggs. Yeah, come on. So already it's it's like so. It's, it, I don't know. Can't can't show it but any simpler than that. We're in a hurry to not do much. Yeah, but is is the convenience of your time worth eight extra dollars? Who how knows? hard did you work for that eight dollars? But people don't a half quantify, hour. People don't quantify their work that that. Yeah, I know they don't. Mm, see, yeah. you look like a conspiracy theorist with that face, <laughs> with that face Literally hair. With my hair. I know. Thank you, Pete. As always, closet. one hour at the gate. Any uh, you know words of wisdom? Any shouts mm. out? Any promotions? Nourish yourself properly. Boom. Make food more important in your life. Truth. Drink more water. Be happy with what you have. Vote and with your dollar. Vote always with your dollar. Catering's going well for you. Yeah, I did one. There you go. It was good. First official-ish catering hey. under the new label. Oh, new label, but not ready to be public yet. Not ready to be okay. super public. Okay, no. okay it's but coming yeah, soon then. It's coming soon. Oh. Show you some pictures after we're off. Oh, thank you, Polo, uh, Ryan the Revac, or to whoever, Sky High Podcast, Food Junkie Radio. Thank you very much. Until next week. <laughs>